with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 52 of a podcast with Mo. Uh, this episode is a big groundbreaking one. Last week, we got a new audio interface to sound all crisp. Now we're using this audio interface to be able to interview people all across the world. Uh, my goal right now is on every Wednesday episode. Let's take that back. Not every Wednesday episode. Some Wednesday episodes. Uh, I'm going to try to have some artists or people who make music or just friends you know, that don't live where I live uh, to call in and talk some shit so uh guys reach out to me and get you on the list uh this episode i call powwow so powwow back uh we talk about growing pot his t-ball stories uh i bring up barry talk a little game of thrones since i have watched the newest episode of game of thrones i'm just gonna say i wasn't that excited about it it not a lot happened so anyway uh elder scrolls blades and we talk shit on kv and then I have my first artist on in which I call Era Wadi from Austin, Texas. Uh, we talk a little bit about his story, uh, the state of hip hop, and then his new uh, EP called Layoff Season. Uh, everyone needs to go check that out at Spotify or wherever the fuck else it's at. Um, you know, after you listen to this podcast, of course. But thanks for checking it out. Hopefully, um, this is cool. What up? And we're about to have a first on this podcast. What I'm about to attempt is I'm going to attempt to call Pow Wow. And we're going to see if we can get him on the phone to be a co-host. So let's see if it works. What's up, man? Not much, man. What's up? All right. So you are our first official call-in host. Sweet, man. I went no vi- always be first. I went no video on my end just so the internet you know, doesn't cut out or whatever. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, and since this worked, I will say we might have a rapper on it at the end that wants to shout out his mixtape coming out this week. So that could happen. Could happen. That'd be dope. Um, all right, how's life been, man? Now that you moved man. to Tulsa. So for anyone that doesn't know, um, me and you used to have a podcast and yep. it was way better than this one. And then you moved. <laughs> for sure. And uh, the last time you were in town, you tried to be on one, and I fucked up and lost the audio. So no one's yes. heard from you in so long. It's been, yeah, it's been a while. No, so we actually um, are waiting for an offer on our house this week. Um, we had a guy uh, that got with his lender last week. Um, they'll send out an appraiser and all that jazz, and hopefully we'll get an, uh, an offer soon. Um, but things have been good here, man. We uh, actually started growing since um, – me, uh, Jill, and my grandmother all got our license um, growing for medical, cannabis. medical mar- yes. Yeah, for medical marijuana. Um, you can have six seedlings and six mature plants for each person. Um, we wanted to do I, – I really wanted to do hydro, so I decided to do three starting from seed. Uh, it's platinum cake. Uh, it's just a mix of platinum cushion birthday cake. And – Start them just like we did, um, like we did a long time ago in the apartment, and you know, uh, paper towels, wet, right, um, out of uh, paper plates. But man, they uh, they've been going now. This is the twenty fourth day. Um, I sent you a picture of them. Uh, they they do look pretty good for twenty four days. The um, they all have their own name, and then we have four that are in dirt. Man, it is just constant, 
constant, you know, measuring, checking their pH levels literally twice a day, every single day. Um, but I, I hope it's worth it, you know, here in about eight to nine weeks. Right. Yeah. So you briefly mentioned there, so I'll bring it up. When we lived together in college, we grew pot in our closet and, uh, we saw like 16 plants and then we got down to just two by the end of it. Cause we didn't really know yep. what we were doing. Uh, yeah. I think we, we didn't have enough nitrogen in the soil. Like there was a lot of dumb shit. I'm sure we fucked up. on. Oh yeah. Like it, it's, it, I've learned so much by going to this place here, uh, gorilla grow hydroponics. Um, they have not just hydro, but dirt. They have this stuff called red bud dirt. It literally is from seed to flower. Um, dirt. You add no nutrients at all during the time. All you do is add water. It is like a godsend when it comes to dirt growing. Um, but this hydro stuff, it's a little more meticulous. On, uh, it takes a little more time, but uh, it does flower you know, a couple weeks faster. And I'm hoping I do get that bigger yield, um, but we'll see. Because the goal is if that works, um, then we have a pole barn that is currently going up um, that we would move commercially. Um, and then we're, we're going to move it inside because we actually built a shed um, put an air conditioner insulated, all that jazz to be able to put the tent in outside. So we had enough room cause we put it in a four by four tent and didn't obviously want the dogs or kids going in there. Cause the dogs did break the very first hydro plant cause they knocked it over when it was inside of the house. Right. Um, well that all sounds fucking dope, man. Hopefully that all works out. Um, and I'm sure your grandpa will, is all excited just to build a pole barn. Yeah. That's like, yeah, like that's, that's all he cares about. He just wants that and half of it for his tools and all that other jazz. Yeah, man, you really need to get on Instagram, I feel like, and start, you know, posting progress shots of your plants. I'm sure these rappers that listen to the podcast will follow you. Uh, Instagram is where it's at these days, at least for sharing random shit like that. A lot of people, I mention it because people from Oklahoma follow me and I follow them that are like grow operations or whatever. Oh, really? Whatever you fucking call them. (laughs) I'll Uh, have to to go and download it. So I got this new audio interface. That's what's made it possible for you to be able to call in here. Because I always had this idea. Uh, it just didn't work before. And then mm-hmm. I got all this stuff right now to make it work. And one thing I've noticed is it's a little too good. And you can just tell how fat I am. Like, because <laughs> the breaths, like, you can't. Because just so you know, the microphone I record all my old mixtapes on is what I have plugged into this laptop you're calling in on. So uh-huh. that's what you're listening to me on. But the the mic and audio interface for the podcast. It's just so good that you hear every time I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> and I listen and I'm like, God damn, I'm so fat. You can just hear gotta, it. Man, it's because you stopped smoking and you didn't go to the gym to get rid of that extra weight because, man, I gained that weight when I quit smoking. Yeah, I definitely gained weight. I just eat so much random candy and chips now because I've explained before, but like basically 730 hits and I would normally uh-huh. like just want some cigarettes. And I still do. Even right now, I want a cigarette like almost every day. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just eat some candy or whatever. <laughs> and I don't, Man, I, I don't look super like I've gained a lot of weight, but I'm, I yeah. feel like I have. So, Yeah, no, I I, uh, I actually don't crave them at all anymore. It, I don't know why. I just For a while there, I really wanted them, especially after I ate right. um, or driving. But, man, honestly, anymore, it, it took a while, but. I won't say every day. I would say actually probably like every three or four days I'll just get in my yeah. car and I'm like, fuck, I want a cigarette. <laughs> and I'll go to reach for one. I'm like, I haven't bought cigarettes in so long. And then sometimes, you know, Coopy will go off for the weekend. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, I'll go get a pack of cigarettes. But I know <laughs> if I did, I would smoke fucking all of them immediately. 
Yeah, you would. And then the <laughs> next day you wouldn't be able to breathe. And then Coop would want to know what happened. Exactly. So I'm in, I haven't done it yet, <laughs> but I have thought about it for sure. Um, the last time you were on, just because we lost, we had my audio, but not yours. I basically recorded me twice for whatever fucking reason. And <laughs> gotcha. uh, we done top five Will Smith movies. So just for anyone that forgot, you love Independence Day. So that was your number one. Yeah. I want to say I put Wild Wild West number one for me just to be that guy, uh, I, yeah. I believe. And then we talked about Celebrity Big Brother, which I don't think I ever talked about again because I was so pissed I lost the audio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and probably something else. But I also saw that yeah. uh, you have two you have two sons for, again, any new people. And yeah. they're like, what, four and two? Yeah, the other one will turn two here in three months. Okay, I thought it was close. Um, yeah. And Saya, your oldest, he is going to be playing baseball, which I know you've been like ready for since before he was. Bro, look, made. okay, I'm I'm so glad you brought this up. So, I I was so happy he wanted to play t ball, and he has played. Um, so this is going to take a little bit of a, a story here. No so, problem. very first practice I go to. First off, my dad comes. My dad has been there for Saya for quite some time since we've moved back um, for Saya. It's it's been fantastic for them. Um, so we go to the very first practice. The coach is five minutes late to the very first practice. Like, this is not how we start. And this guy sends out an email to everyone giving his like bio that he played baseball in high school, uh, in broken arrow, and he still plays in a wooden bat league. So based on his statements, I expected not only an athletic person, um, but also someone who understood how the game works. Right. Uh, this dude is zero athletic. Um, I don't know if he actually ever played, um, the, the second practice, this dude asked the kids what they want to do for practice. Cause he didn't really know what to do. Um, but first practice, he has these kids running around. They're just running in straight lines, not on the base path. Cause you know, not that there is an actual base path that you should be running during the game. Shouldn't worry about learning that. Let's just run in a straight line. Um, didn't work on any fielding. I, I physically cannot watch these people at this point. So I just started playing with Paul um, and looking the other direction. So I told Jill, hey, I love you and I love Cy and I want him to play baseball. And I know this is all about fun right now. And, you know, <laughs> this, so I'm going to allow you to be with our kid um, during these practices. Um, so she's taking them except for this last one, which I did. And then I started, well, helping coach because the coach wasn't there. So figured it was just might as well be time. Um, but the very first game, I I couldn't, I didn't really want to go on the field because all the other parents like, hey, it's a good job. Don't worry that that ball just completely went past you and you're playing in the dirt and that your gloves on the wrong hand and that you're not really paying attention to the game. You're doing a great job, Johnny. Yay. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, we started, I guess, when I was five is like when you could do T-ball. Yeah, so I, I guess they six. Yep. do it like a year younger now or whatever. But like even then, I was like, they were like, quit fucking sitting down in the exactly. field. right? Like they weren't just like all for it. And so it's me and this other, this one other dad named Matt, and he gets upset about it all the time. He's <laughs> he because his kid's the oldest, and his kid does pay attention the best. Um, but anyway, so Saya, he, oh, I'm so glad you could see me on video. He yeah. is the very first one that gets up. Um, and so very first inning, all the parents start walking, and as he walks down, uh, walks down towards home, he looks over, points at everyone, starts dragging his bat. Walks over to the home plate, smacks it on the plate, lifts it up, strokes it down the middle, 
for a single. It is the best ever. I was so stoked for him. Right. And then after that, it just went all downhill. Um, kids, you know, he threw a ball into the other kids dugout. Um, they let balls go everywhere. Um, there was one kid who decided to keep his glove on his hat on his head. Um, but Hey, kids had fun. Um, I'm glad he likes playing. Um, so I, I don't want to be too critical. Yeah, you of, can't. Yeah, you got to wait at least for like eight or nine and really want to learn. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I want to let this kid have fun. So we teach him a little bit here and there. Um, just try to do what we can for now. Just try to really get him to understand the basics. To me, that's what this should be right now. You should teach kids what first, second, third home mean, what their positions are. Yeah, you like, don't want to be the kid that. that runs the third base. Oh, yeah, no, so Cy did on the very first game go to the other team um, and started stretching and warming up with them rather than his team. Oh, hell yeah. I saw that his jersey was red, and I knew he would probably uh, like oh, that. He is so stoked, and his number's 95 for Lightning McQueen. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, That's oh, funny. It's so fun. I would have never crazy. even con- – we didn't have anything like that, I guess, when I was a kid. Like, here's the number from the cartoon or whatever. Yeah, exactly, no. Oh yeah, it was. It, it's good though. I mean, he he does great. And then Paul, he's a true bruiser. Um, I mean, Cy was in gymnast, uh, gymnastics for a while, but he really didn't want to do that anymore, so we stopped and just put him in t-ball. Man, um, you gotta get him back. That's how he gets all the ladies in elementary schools. You're the kid that does the flips. Yeah, that's that is the key. Um, let's see what else we need to talk about while you're on here. Oh, um, how about what's premiering tonight? Oh yeah, so Game of Thrones is premiering uh, tonight. This will, won't come out till like Wednesday, probably. Uh, but I'm excited for it. One thing I want to mention before I get into that is if you have HBO, you should watch Barry because it's probably not going to get much love. It's like Barry. Yeah, it's Bill Hader's TV show. It's super fucking good. Like I want to get skinny over here and make him watch it because I think he would love it. <laughs> like that's weird. A weird recommendation because you know he's on a big TV guy. But it's like yeah. right up his alley. Uh, and sure. Barry's so fucking good. It's like I think it premiered last week or the week before. So it's just into its second season. And it's just really good. Bill Hader is a hitman who used to be uh, in the military. He's like a sniper. And now he like kills people. But now he wants to be an actor. But he's really shitty at it. And Henry Winkler is his acting coach. And it's so going to be killing people to get to get uh, parts. No, he like kills people, but he's really trying to work on the like he's really bad. Like he's not even more close to getting parts. Like he's super shitty at it. But <laughs> it's Bill Hader, and he's just really, really good at it. And uh, yeah, so I want to shout that out before we get to Game of Thrones because it'll get all the love for HBO. You know, from this point on, I'm sure. Um, sure. Me and Cooper rewatched the last few seasons. Um, yeah. I want to just say real quick, I figured out when it all went bad for me personally, like the exact moment. Okay. I think I've found the moment it goes bad. And then after that, I'm like everything else. I get super judgmental is when, uh, so complete spoilers. If you haven't caught up to game of Thrones, so Jon Snow dies and, uh, you know, in the books that happens as well. And you know, in the books, you piece it together that, well, he's going to get brought back to life because Melisandre is at the wall and you know, you figure all that out. But in the show, the way they handle it is Davos, who hates Melisandre, right, and hates all of her magic. He just walks in the room, and he's like, hey, lady, you think you know any magic that brings people back to life? Without even seeing that before, because I don't think he's seen the Brotherhood Without Banners. He just happens to be like, hey, we're all out of other options. What do you think? And then she's like, huh, I don't know, maybe. And then she just does it, right? Like... It's so anticlimactic 
and no one cares because in the moment you're just excited John's getting brought back to life. But when you yeah. go back and watch it, you're like, well, that's really fucking convenient. And then from that moment on, there's a whole lot of, well, that was really fucking convenient to just get us to the next point. And I still can't get over Arya being killed like eight times and somehow surviving in that one fight with the waste. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she got she got shanked up like just like John did. And he died. He had to right. have the red woman to bring her back. She goes, I'm gonna fall in a river and I'm good. Fuck that. Fucking magic um, killing river. So I mean, like, it's, it's insane. I, I am. I want. I don't want to be biased. I just want six good movie length uh, shows based in the universe. You don't have to wrap everything up because they can't, man. Like, yeah. imagine, uh, or not even have to imagine. You can just think about it because you fucking read the books. Like they mention and in the show, uh, that lady with the fucking wooden mask in like season two that appears to Daenerys, yes, you know, yes, and Quirth yes. and like tells her shit. Like that's just never brought up. And it's obvious that in the book he wanted to, he just never got around to it. And the show hasn't at all brought it up since then. And there's a lot of shit like that the show just hasn't touched on. And I think a lot of people are going to want that shit wrapped up, but it's not possible. Agreed. I mean, I think they're going to want that. They're going to try to wrap up everything that happened with Daenerys in the East, which I think they're just going to say, forget it. We're just going to focus on Westeros. Um I mean, but there is a lot of, of small things um, that would be nice. I, I am excited to see what happens with Gendry. Um, I also the the trailer has me freaking out about Arya. I, I I don't know. I I don't want her to die too fast because um, I, I, I first off I do believe most people are going to die. I think there may be two, maybe three of these people that are what you would consider main characters now to be alive at the end of this show. I mean, there's four uh, people from reading the books that I always thought would stay alive, which is John, yeah, Daenerys, Tyrion, and Arya. Yep. I, I just assume those four would always be alive. And even if Arya dies in the show, I'm going to assume it's someone else with one of Arya's lookalike faces or some shit. Like, I don't Yeah. Like that, that. That's how the show completely ends. Like, it <laughs> has someone grab her and like, what's your name, girl? And she turns around and it's Arya and she says, no one. Just runs away. Or she just kills Daenerys, puts on her face so she can be with Jon because that's what she secretly wants, and she'll rule the Iron Kingdom. Yeah, so hey, crazy. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little bit, but hell, I take it. They I mean, said Arya, no. They so, said no one could guess the ending, so I'm trying to get crazy. For sure. By the way, this is not Game of Thrones related, but I did see that Tiger Woods just won the Masters for the fifth time. Fuck yeah! I I know before we started, he just took the lead because I was watching yep. uh, TNT basketball, and Charles Barkley was so distracted he <laughs> watching Tiger Woods. He couldn't <laughs> talk about shit. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, but so, anyways, that is awesome. So about about Game of Thrones tonight. One thing, so like I I'm back to playing softball in the spring um, as well, and we play on Sundays. Normally, we would have played that at six and eight was our games. Luckily, it was rained out. Um, so I am beyond stoked about Game of Thrones tonight. Yeah, it hit Koopy of like, oh shit, it doesn't come on till nine o'clock and they're gonna be long. Like, how are we gonna stay up? We're old people. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know completely. I, I thought it I thought it came on at eight. Oh, it might come on at eight. I thought it was nine, but maybe it's think, nine Eastern. Honestly, yeah, I think it's eight central time, bro. Yeah, I mean, we're so late when the Sepso comes out, people will know. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Anyway, by the way. Uh, for sure. And then the last thing uh, that I want to bring up with you, and actually there's two, I guess. But one uh, thing is I hit you up because there's a new Elder Scrolls game, but it is yeah, on Blades. the mobile phones. And I forgot that I pre-registered for it a long time ago. And then it gave me a notice of like, hey, this game's available. And I was like, oh, shit. So then I text you and was like, hey. 
Yeah. We should check this game out. So I did download it and then I could not do anything else. And I have not deleted another app to be able to go any farther. Um, I have kids apps all over on my phone. Uh, (laughs) Like it's insane. Um, I have and pictures, which is dumb, but yeah, no, I I did download it. It's called blades, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It it looked pretty sweet. I'm just looking at like the reviews from people. Right. Um, it, well, it's like a town management is like the central hub. Like you have like a town, but it looks like Skyrim graphics. Yeah, you know, that, or whatever. That, sure. And you click where you want to walk. So you just click on the ground and you walk that direction. And if you come across an enemy, fuck, I know no one probably played this game. There was this game on the Vita. Uh, fuck, I might not remember the name of it. Where you like sliced across the screen, like you use your fingers like a like in Fruit Ninja style, you know? Like yep. you slide like it kind of uses a mechanic similar to that. Um, I can't believe I can't think of that goddamn game on the Vita. Um, Severed is the name of it. So it uses some gameplay like Severed when you're in the dungeons, and then after you come back, you'll have like uh, ingredients like to make potions like you would have in Skyrim or building mm-hmm. materials. And so your goal is to like build the town up. You rescue people that like now the blacksmith will work the blacksmith in that town and and so forth. I haven't played it as much as I thought I would, honestly, because I just make so many beats and it's hard. I you'll have to check out some of the yeah. beats, man. I know you'll be here like next month, but uh, I just finished my seventieth beat of my. I'll, I'll say what I'll say. What number are you on? Seventy. Yep, just finished seventy, so I have thirty more to go, uh, and then I got to make. You're gonna finish it before uh, Labor Day. I mean that's the goal. I would like to do the beat store or by June. Memorial Day. Which way which one is it? I don't fucking know. I say Memorial Day is May. That would okay, make sense. You M&M. should know what you're talking about. I yeah, know. Memorial Day. Yeah. Eminem. You're right. All right. Uh so anyway, Elder Scrolls Blade, pretty cool or Blades, pretty cool if you um have a cell phone that can handle games. <laughs> I like it. Um and then I wanted to talk shit because the reason I need you to call in, which I guess it's a blessing in disguise, you know, now I got all this set up, now it's a possibility. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been trying to hit up KV, one of my littles in the fraternity, for over a month. Okay. okay, because he hit me up out of nowhere and said, "Hey, we live in the same town. We never hang out. We should hang out." And I said, "Yeah, for sure, man." And I said, "Actually, I've been wanting someone to do a top five favorite mixtapes with me." And I brought it up to Skinny, and he acts like they'll all be Little Wayne, and I get him, you know. And you would be the same way. Years would all five be Little Wayne mixtapes. Yeah. And so I hit up KV, and KV goes, "Oh, I could do that for sure." And I thought he would listen to some other stuff. And yeah. I have had this list for like a month. Every week, it's like, "Oh, not this week. Maybe next week. Not this week. Maybe next bro, week." He's flaking. And then KV, yesterday, you listen, you flaking, bro. Well, he's run out of chances now because yesterday he was like, uh. You know, I'll get off at four o'clock. I him up at four o'clock. He goes, Oh, well, I'm still here. It'll be like 30 more minutes. I said, Okay. And then never responded to anything else. So he pulled uh, basically a D Lee on me. I'll say, I'll say he pulled D Lee on you. Um, and so you had a wedding once in which D Lee called you <laughs> and pretended to be a block yeah. away. And he was like, I'm just stuck in traffic at the so and so here in Tulsa. Yeah, pro- he was he was supposed to be less than a mile away right there on the river walk. And we even delayed the wedding for ten to fifteen minutes so he could get there. And I will never for a million years understand like why did you he have to call and fake a scenario to delay your wedding when he could have just been like not have called and we wouldn't have cared. Well, and you he was cared, very specific, but... like very specific of where he was. Yeah, he, um, he knew the streets and the orders like, they it's, came it's on. Like he used Google Maps or something to say, and just follow like he'd be on his way. <laughs> I don't know. It, 
Anyways, that's a little tangent there. Right. So anyway, I just want to hate on KV. Maybe he'll come on someday. Maybe not. Um, but maybe if you hate on him enough, he'll come. I know. I mean, he's an MMA fighter. I feel like if I just talk enough shit, he'll at least want to come over hit here. Hit his ego. Yeah. Hit that ego. That's yeah. that's my goal. But uh, <laughs> you, you got anything else you need to get to, man? Um, no, nah, man. I don't have a lot. Like I said we just this was kind of fun. spur of the moment because KV fucked me, but. Uh, yeah. Again, blessing in disguise because now we have this opportunity for have call-ins. So if you ever have anything to talk about, or I'm sure I'll hit you up at some time, um, we'll yeah, try to do I, this like, again. I will be down in May. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. For Curtis, Kurt Thiz. That's his name. Yeah, on yeah. Kurt Thiz. Um, oh, that's crazy. Uh, Kurt Thiz uh, wedding with Tandy um, on the 19th, I believe. So we'll skinny, be down. skinny and myself have wondered if we're invited. Uh, we're not going to bring it up to him. I don't even want this to be like an invitation because I understand I had a small ass wedding, not enough people, you know, any of that stuff. So me and Skinny have joked about, I wonder if we're invited because no one's told us and it's getting close. Uh, well, he did send out invites. Oh, so I guess we didn't get it, but it's cool. Uh, Maybe he's going to hand deliver it next time he comes over. He'll be here today. So we'll see. Exactly. He's coming over to hand deliver it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> I got to do I feel belief, like I should bro. cut this because I feel like it sounds like I'm mad, but I'm not. Because trust me, the last thing I want to do is go to a fucking wedding. <laughs> I know. You don't like weddings. Uh, not fun at all. All right. Oh, peace, bro. All right, man. Peace, guys. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, we are back. Um, First thing I need to say is I need to shout out all the patrons because I forgot that earlier. So you can go to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Uh, If you are a patron to that page, you will get early access to the podcast which is kind of cool. And uh, you can also get shouted out the way Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, Snappy, my mother, and Hurricane Haynes get shouted out. Um, This next part we're going to have here, now that I have discovered I can call people and have them on the podcast, I have a lot of rappers. Um, If you've followed the podcast, you may know we have a music show, and we have some rappers that are always asking to be on. Honestly, I'm super shy and introverted, and it's weird to have people I've never met before uh, talk to me, but we're going to do that right now. I'm going to call a dude by the name of Arawadi. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. We'll ask him. Uh, He's out of Austin, Texas, and he has a project they rather just dropped or dropped today or is going to drop tomorrow. Uh, We'll see. So uh, one moment. Hey, Mo. What's going on, man? Hey, how do you pronounce your name? Arawadi. All right. I've been doing it right. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got it from the jump, man. Dope. Uh, so, man, uh, I guess you're like the first uh, artist person I don't know I'm going to have on the podcast. So a lot yeah. of pressure on you at the moment. Let's bring it. All right. Let's go. Uh, so I know you're from Austin, Texas. Is that correct? Or that's where you live now? Yeah, man. I'm originally from San Antonio, but that's the stone's throw you know, from Austin, right. but we moved here like maybe six years ago. So it's, it's a stomping grounds now. 
Hell yeah. Uh, me and the WAF went to San Antonio a few years ago for like a vacation. Oh, yeah. It was just so fucking hot. It's like the hottest Bro. place ever. Like it's Bro, hot it's where I'm at, but like it's yeah. humid here. Down there, it's like this brick wall of dry air and it just fucking will punch Man. you in the face. Did you guys come down in the summer? Yeah, like August. Yeah, bro. That's literally the hottest time. Like, shit, shit will melt in your fucking car if you leave it in your car. Like, that's like cooking egg on the sidewalk type of heat at that point. Yeah, it was ridiculous. We just basically stayed in the hotel all day, and then we're like, all right, river rocket, walk at night. There we go. Yeah, man. Move at night. Yeah, San Antonio's popping now, but when, when I lived there, dude, there wasn't shit. It, there, there's actually a decent hip-hop scene there now. Like, Real Talk is actually pretty good. Right. Austin, it's more like eclectic. You have all kinds of music. You have all kinds of bands and everything. Uh, San Antonio, when, you know, it's a lot of Hispanic influence, so it's it's right. more hip-hop. Yeah, uh, when I was in high school, I went to what I called nerd camp. It was like this math and oh, science yeah. summer camp thing. And uh, it was from yeah. kids from five states. And every kid that was from San Antonio was a Mexican kid that was into, like, hard, hard rock music. Like the mosh dude, hard pit and rock, shit. Dude. And I was like, oh, that but must be what they're just into there. <laughs> man, hip-hop and, and that heavy rock, bro, they go hand in hand. That's that counterculture shit. That's like, fuck, fuck what you think. We both bleed sort of the same color. If, if you're into that heavy shit or you're into hip-hop, it's we can find common ground. I found at least a lot of people. We see we see shit a, a similar way if you're into that heavy rock and hip hop. There's kind of a lot in common there, right? Definitely. Um, so when did you move to Austin? Dude, like six years ago, six seven years ago, man. Hell yeah! Uh, when I was like 19, bro, I was like, I guess 18. I'm 25 now, so I was like, yeah, go to Austin just because there's there's way more opportunity at the time for sure. And then I got into like the tech startup thing, man, and that's how I made I had made a little money that way. And that's how that happened. And then I actually got fired in October, right, from that tech startup. And that's why I was like, fuck all this bullshit. I'm making music. And that's the genesis of all this stuff and what's going on now. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Was, so the way I found you, I yeah. believe, let's see if I remember correctly, was on Reddit. You posted yeah, dude, like yes, your second song dude. on Reddit. And I just sent you a message. Dude. And I do this every once in a while to people, but very rarely do people respond. Uh, and I was yeah. like, hey, you're cool. I have this podcast. Uh, no one really gives a fuck about it. But if you want to put your music on here and then we became Internet friends. There People you go. give a fuck. Dude, that's that's hella true. And Reddit is the spot for everybody. That's really it's crazy how many people I've met through Reddit. That's exactly what happened. And it was so early. And like I said, I had just fucking lost my job, bro. That's the, I got basically laid off. Right. So I was. I was like, this is perfect timing. This guy has a podcast. I listened to it, and I I think personally you sound like Theo Vaughn. If people listen to a podcast, you have a similar twang to your voice, bro. It's good. Right. I have I like, like a little it. Southern influence, but I'm still kind of liberal yeah. like Theo Vaughn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, that dude's cool as fuck. But um, so I was like, okay, I listened to a couple episodes, and I was like, awesome. Was that the first music spinoff, or was it the second? I feel like you might have been on the second. Um, yeah, it was early. Right, it, it was very early. Uh, and sneak peek for when episode 10 comes out, we'll have something there as well of yours. We're going to squeeze you in, squeeze you in there. Thank you. So fuck. Yes. That's Uh, awesome. That's awesome. So since you have listened, what are you, you have any, uh, feedback on our music episodes? Cause I think they are quite different from our normal ones, but they're a lot of fun. 
Dude, the one thing I know this is tough, right, is like I want someone to be a little more critical of some shit, dude, because I listen to it and I hear some stuff that isn't like, you know, the most. but it's it's hard because, you know, it's like respecting people's art because I get that 100 percent. Like right. you're working hard to make your art. You don't want to disrespect people or hurt people's feelings. So maybe like if if you came at it a little more like, hey, if you did this, but most people like I'm sure you're still figuring out how to make the music sound the way you want it to, just like I am. Right. So it's hard to even do that. But that's the one thing I'm like, ooh, if they had like a Simon Cow, some motherfucker who's like, I don't care, I'll just talk shit, and you could like, you know, someone who's just like, this is garbage, like, and drop it, like. But that's that's tough. That's right. Tough. It is a fine line because. Uh, if originally I stayed, I was going to try to be pretty cool to everyone's music because the yeah. bar for me really is like I let you on the podcast because yeah, true. there are some behind the scenes stuff like episode nine uh, <laughs> had a song we just cut. I played it really early. And in the middle of the yeah. song, I was like, guys, this song is trash and we can't have this on here. <laughs> and, and I, I didn't let the person know. And it was someone that they it was like they're you know, whatever number of song they've sent me. So I just assumed it was good, yeah. but it just didn't hold up to the other stuff. And Man. that was like a tough call, but I did it. Um, the only bad stuff we played is Mr. Play a Click, I feel oh, like. Nice. I mean, and there are <laughs> there are some stuff like Bradster X is a good friend. He'll be on here. He's become an internet friend of mine. Uh, I've told uh-huh. him before, like, horrorcore is just not my shit. So, like, I just don't Dude, know. You know, I'm like, that's tough. but... It sounds like, like uh, it works, you know. Dude, there, there's something about the music in my ear. If it's good, no matter what it is, you can kind of tell if it's good. At least be like, wow, okay. You put a at the very least, man. You put a lot of effort into it, you know. And I can respect that. But yeah, I agree with you on the really horrorcore. I see a lot of people. Is that what it's called? A lot of people <laughs> performing that shit, dude. Where I'm from, and I'm just like, okay, like, I see everybody likes to jump around in mosh and shit. But I'm just like, I don't. It's not my bag either, bro. But respect. I, who, right. who am I? Well, who and am I? Uh, me and Brad Strex are probably going to collab on a track too because he has this whole other oh, yeah. like 80s synth rock sound shit he's coming up with, which is Ooh. I'm excited about. And I was like, dude, let me on That's his track. Dope. Um, dude, that's. I feel like that could be a wave in and of itself, like that, like synthy '80s sound coming back into like making its way, like even more so into hip hop. Like you know, I, right. I think of the Beverly Hills Cop. Dun, 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 dun. That shit. Yeah, I've that been shit. making beats. Let's right. see. I tried. I guess it's been almost ten months. The last week of June of last year is when I like mm-hmm. took a week off work, and I was like, I'm teaching myself this week. Damn it! And that's what Fuck I did. Yeah. And now I realize all the genres are the same thing. Like I made this like folksy fucking imagine dragon sounding ass beat the other day, you know, and I'm like, uh, it's all the same. You start to realize that. Dude, it's true. Like the hip hop beats are like the beats in general. Like they have made their way into the most forms of music. Now like country music, bro. Like that's unrecognizable. Like 20 years ago, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But that's the way it goes, man. You know, that's the wave. It, I think I think we're due for like a like a bounce back to like, I, want I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be personally. Some, yeah, dude. See, that's what I feel like it could be, too. But I don't know. It's definitely going to move back to like some lyrical shit. And I think you're seeing it start now. That's kind of like the way it's going. See, I think and we'll get in your music right after this. But um, I, I think yeah, yeah. I get uh, jealous, I guess is probably the correct term, because when I first started rapping, so I rapped in like 2007 ish is yeah. when I started. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was probably a little too lazy for that time period. And I wouldn't rap about jewelry or guns or any of that. And that was kind of still yeah. the thing everyone was on. And I was like, oh, I'm on this yeah. like shit that was probably closer to what was going to happen. But then I gave up for like five years. 
And then now that I'm back, I'm like, people are way in the gutter. Like in that five years I took off, like what happened here? So I'm just like, damn it, I missed it. It changes dramatically, dude. But I think that's the way the flip back is going to be more to like a good fucking song. And you're seeing it with like what Lil Pump's album did like 42,000 units or some shit. And the first like it did terribly. Right. It did terribly. Because people were like, fuck this guy. Like step your game up. The first time you make an entrance, you can make it with a, you know, shake your ass song. But you better keep getting better. And a lot of people aren't. And that's what I think is going to make people, you know, I hope like focus in and be like, okay, I have to step up to compete. At that level, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I, I mean, I hope. I and hope myself. Also kind of look f- forward to, I hope this happens, because like, I don't think I'll ever not listen to rap music, right, or hip-hop yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 31 yeah. now, so someday yeah. I'm going to need someone to be making a 50-year-old me hip-hop music, right? So like, I think they'll expand in a way of like, maybe Jay-Z it's will true. just keep making music because all of That's us will still listen say. to it, you know? Jay-Z's motherfucker, that motherfucker's 50, like, he's still making songs still pretty relevant. I think he should fade a little bit because I don't think he's doing as good as he, myself. But, uh, yeah, Jay-Z is a good example. You know, uh, it used to be, you, like, when you're, like, 28, you know, your career fell off super hard in hip-hop. Right. Like, people are sustaining it so much longer. And then, yeah, so I think, you know, when, when you're 50 and I'm 50, probably Kendrick and Cole and everybody's probably still touring, probably still making music, you know. Right, but then It'd again, cool. why make new music and you can get paid to keep making the same music, you know, playing yeah, the same a, shit. It's a damn good point. That's so, a damn good point. You gotta, you gotta play the hits. Right, so the main reason you're here is, I believe, what day is your project dropping? So I think, what day, so it comes out the 15th, which is tomorrow, because we're talking on a Sunday, but I think, what'd you say, Wednesday? Yeah, this will come out Wednesday. Later? I just wanted to make sure yes. it was already out. Okay, so. Yeah, so it'll be out now. <laughs> All right, so uh, if we haven't made it clear, you're a rapper um, or an artist. True. I mean, I feel like it's all the same, right? Uh, with my pretentious sure. self, um, <laughs> and you have a you have an album. Is an album EP? What are you calling it? It's an EP, so like it's at 17 minutes, and an album's like I don't know, like 30 or something. I don't know. I had to Google that shit because we're all oh. doing this from a fucking bedroom I didn't even know. right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I called my last uh, project in a mixtape for a while until I realized, wait, uh-huh. I own this because I made all the beats. So fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, this is an EP, and it's 28 minutes. I didn't even know there was like a rule. So. I think I think you could you could get away with it. it, it it's like a loose thing, man. Like no one's you. gonna fuck it. You know, no one's gonna say shit. But it's an EP. It's six uh, tracks. Three of them have actually been on the podcast before, right? But they've been remixed and mastered, so they sound much much better. Because I remember in one of the podcasts, and I always thought about it. You guys were like, you said to yourself, you're like, it's just low, and you're like, my songs are low too, as far as like volume was and like right. the sound of the actual song. So I was like, address that immediately, and, and so that's what I. I worked on something that I noticed uh, since then because I've you know become a little more educated on mixing, not much, but a little bit. Yeah, is it was like yours was mastered out of like negative six decibels, which I used to do as well because you read online that like that's what you do yeah. for masters, and then it goes to the sound engineer. And I don't fucking know if I'll you know. So it's like that's what I was yeah. doing too at that time. But everyone sends me songs that are just like. I mean, they're like peaking the whole time, but they sound really good. So I'm like, all right, I guess these guys know what the fuck they're doing. Yo, man, I actually have a homie. Shout out to Dylon Camaro here in Austin. He's he's like a mixer and a master. So he mastered these songs. So they sound 
really good, man. Like they actually sound like really good. It's three new tracks as well, and it's called Layoff Season because I got fired, and this is what I've sort of been <laughs> working on. Right. And the fucking album art, bro. It's a uh, pink slip because before pink slip was for your car, pink slip meant you got fired. So you go to your fucking locker in the coal mine or some shit, and you see a pink slip on it. That meant you know you're out of a job. So there's a significance in it. The fucking date I got fired is on the album. Like, it's a significant thing. And it's a pretty, I mean, as far as, like, piece of work to see the progress of what I've done, this, I'm fucking proud of it, dude. It's a lot of effort into it. Right. And I think it's a good, it's a good project, man. For, like, a first EP coming out, I don't think I could have done better. Yeah, I, I honestly, I really like your style. And uh, as we were kind of talking about on our podcast earlier, um, I am pretty mm-hmm. much in general positive about everyone's music because it is really hard to make music. And I think people don't understand that it, unless it, you've done it. <laughs> it really is. So I stopped hating so much for that exact reason. As soon as you start putting your hands in this fucking mixing bowl, you're like, damn, it's tough. Like right. it is just tough to make things that sound good or just make what you hear in your head in general. You know, it's tough. Right, but yours I actually do enjoy is what I was going to get around to. Like uh, on the Spotify playlist we have, you know, like I enjoy when the Kool-Aid song comes on. Uh, That's like my shit. Uh, and so yeah. I do like your song. So it's like I'm not that. bullshitting you, even though I might be bullshitting others that are listening out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're such a nice guy. No, no, no. I appreciate that. And the overwhelming response from like Reddit and stuff is that the music, it's usually positive. The only critique I really ever got, not not even real talk, was about like the mixing and how the song fit and the lyrics fit into the song, which is something that is someone who's just rapping. I don't know, you know, it's like a whole nother art form in and of itself is to be able to make that shit sound like you heard it on the radio, you know, so that was a whole nother journey to do it. And we got there. It's still not, you know, it's not going to be perfect because we're figuring all this stuff out. But man, like I said, it sounds and I appreciate that, dude. I appreciate it because you guys always show me so much love and that real talk was confidence. And that's why what you what you're doing is so important. And you might not see it for like what it's going to do for the culture, but if you stuck with this and actually picked up artists underground, I'm not going to forget this if anything happens. You know, motherfuckers right. won't forget this if you put them on, and you know it helps them get 20 more views, and one view is the right dude with the right ear. You know, you don't know what could happen. So that's why that's why I'm you know super appreciative of you giving me this opportunity too and putting the music on in the past. It's super cool, super duper cool. Sweet. And I will let everyone know I have been getting more professional looking emails from like managements, management Fuck of yeah. people and uh, like yeah, man. people that claim they have a record label. I'm not saying they don't, but like at least it looks professional. And I'm all like, of course, yeah. I'll play your songs, you know. Uh, so yeah. hopefully it it picks up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. And apparently you can't trust SoundCloud numbers on podcasts no. and stuff. So like I don't even really know how many people are listening, but SoundCloud numbers don't look great. <laughs> if I have to be honest. Bro. Dude, just keep doing it because that's the whole thing is I tell everyone I know about it who raps. I'm like, hey, send him your music. Send him your music. That's that's all it really is about. We and did I, get I someone else from Austin. Past. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, hell yeah. I don't remember, but hell we got yeah. somebody recently. Hell yeah. And I think you guys should make it a like a prerequisite that if I play your song, you have to post like something about it and tag us so that it sends people your way. Because that social media thing – like I'm 25, but for the past – six years i wasn't on social media at all so me and you were kind of in the same boat so i'm figuring out how to market yourself is almost as important as the as much as that shit sucks it's almost as important as how good your music is right it's like if people can see you if they can see your face and they like you too they gotta like a motherfucker or else 
you know, who cares about the music? So it's a whole new thing, but it's kind of cool. Like I saw your numbers for the people who follow you and stuff have gone crazy up, dude. Like that's a good sign in and of itself is just having people follow you on Instagram and that kind of stuff. Um, that's, that's a, that's a wave right there. If you just keep pushing that. Right. Well, it'll do what it's supposed to do. It'll all go up uh, just off of I'm going to put out three beat videos a week once I finish my hundred beat challenge. Yeah. Uh, And that's why I was getting so many as I was putting out so many beat clips. But then I ran out. I was like, damn it. I'm not done with the other hundred yet. Uh, Oh, yeah. Dude, content, content. You got one of the hundred beats. You got like number uh, 44, 34 or something like that. Um, So. I don't know when or if you'll ever make a song, but everyone, there's a sneak peek that'll happen someday. Hey, man, it's gonna it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out. The only reason we didn't make it to the EP was because the if you when you listen to it, man, you'll know because it's just like super up tempo, like right. crazy, like oh uh, yeah, I make a bunch so of like a, sad shit. <laughs> no, my, no, no, it wasn't sound. even sad shit. It was more like an old school sound to it because there was like I wanted it to be thirteen tracks, right? <laughs> Very ambitious. And then I was at eight because I had that line in that pastor song that had been on your show, I think, before. Right. Um, and they didn't make the cut because I was just like they don't fit into the the sound of that of that EP. So they're gonna come out as uh, singles. Yours will come out the same way because I wrote most of it already. Um, come out the same way, and then after that, it's probably going to be another EP. See how everything goes, man. Because yeah. in this world we live in, just work until something happens. Is yeah, my philosophy. Well, I work right now have like uh, four tracks that are just sitting on my computer that I was like, oh, I'm going to make an EP to follow up to my last one, kind of be on this whole yeah. depressive do stuff. Yeah, um, man. But now I'm like, I read all these things like, just do singles. Fuck doing an EP. Why are you yeah. holding on? And I'm like, exactly. I guess I could just do that because I don't know if I'll That's ever finish the project point. and. Uh, it's, but really, my goal right now is to finish these beats, and then I'll figure out everything else because I want to sell beats to make some money. That's that's the yeah, number one goal. If you you flip beats, that's the thing too. Is you should be like, hey, like, um, I don't know if you if you want to use a beat, give those beats away for free. Because I read this music management book, bro. Um, that the guy who managed Chance the Rapper, you guys should get it. I'm gonna say because if people listen to this and they're trying to hustle, it's a good it's a good book to pick up. It's All You Need to Know About the Music Business by Donald S. Passman. I didn't read it. My girl read it, and she filled me in, and I read about a quarter of it up to this point. But basically it says that um, the number one thing is until you have about 2,500 fans, like hardcore fans, like don't charge people for shit. Like give that shit away just to have your name spread and the publicity and marketing that comes along with that. And then, you know, charge them or take a percentage like we were going to do. Right. You know, split that 50-50, use whatever beat you want, that kind of stuff. Because it's tough. Right. The way I plan on doing it. Um, but I've also had some rappers already hit me up. You know, I, I know people through mm-hmm. the podcast that have been like, Hey, yeah. how much for your beats? And I have no idea. Okay. I haven't looked up like how much you charge. And I, I just looked up a video this week of like an exclusive yeah. versus, you know, a non-exclusive and all that shit. So I'm trying to figure all that out. But for anyone I'm super cool with, uh, if we're yeah. talking percentages, I'm probably going to be cool with that. Cause it is early on, you know, but yeah, I am going to try to get this whole beat stars page going because that's I have friends who make some money making beats and they're like, it's so easy uh-huh. you just upload it and it takes time. But you build beat up your star. traffic and all that shit. Beat stars the place. And I think what you're doing is really cool, too. And what I've done since since like working and just decided to do music, the community that builds around that shit, like the, the people that, you know, the people like the fact that you can touch in, in a way so many different artists and have your hands in what they're doing and say, like, hey, let me put you on. And here's a beat if you want to use it. 
right. or they want to use it already, bro, that is like an in. And that's that's really dope. Yeah. Because you just because just from putting my music out, like producers have reached out and been like, hey, check out the speed, check out the speed if you want to use it. But I, I always think they're just trying to sell me some shit. Right. That's what I always think. <laughs> Um, I'm trusted. And what, according to Reddit, a lot of producers um, are, and a lot of them are just so insecure, you know, that they send it out there. So you never know, really. And I, the reason I started making beats is I was tired of stealing other people's beats. And, uh, you know, not mm-hmm. stealing, but downloading them online with tags and shit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, a producer, a friend of mine from Stillwater got me in contact with this producer who I guess it just started selling like to known people. So he was really filling himself. And he tried to charge me $2,500 for a beat. And I was like, you are fucking crazy. I'm like. That is bananas. I was like, I'm so poor. Like, I know I'm white, but like, I'm <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. so poor. <laughs> like, it's not how this works. And so. You just I always just ref- negotiate the price. Well, I no, just, oh, if it says 30 down, bucks, I say 20 Yeah, he mm-hmm. came down to $20 within like Some three days. Fucking asshole. And so. That guy could suck a dick. <laughs> that was part of like what motivated me to be like fuck this i'm making beats i'm just gonna figure it out myself man so and so far i think i've done a decent job like the one you have i will say i sampled uh smoke in your eye it's like some 1932 song or whatever but oh dude it was because before like yeah it was 1970 is for use well actually it's 1933 i believe something that was posted on reddit of like absolutely free use is like 75 years Uh and so i just started going on youtube right so i went on youtube searched that year and yours was the first beat i made sampling something from that so i was like "Ooh, this Mm -hmm. is cool i got a fun story is i was supposed to uh i made to send you another beat a totally different one and yeah. I sent you the wrong beat, and you were like, no, I love it. And I was like, all right, well, here's this other one, too, if you want that. Dude, but <laughs> Dude, both of those beats were actually really good, but I think the one that I said initially, I think it was like five. It was something five. D5. Yeah. D4. I can't remember. Whichever one it was, that one was fucking sick. And the fact that that's the first one you sampled from, that's really dope. Uh, what do you use to sample? Are we getting off topic? What do you use to sample? Oh, it's cool. Um, I use FL Studio or what we used to call Fruity Loops back in the day. Fruity Loops, um, yes. Honestly, I will say I said I took a six-year break in rapping, and I did. But like back before I did that, I did download um, like a pirated version of FL Studio at that time. And I made a beat and made a song to it called This or That. And if I can find it someday, I'll show people. But the mm-hmm. beat was so simple. I didn't even know there was a piano roll. I thought it was all just clicking those little fucking buttons or whatever. And so the beat yeah. was really bad, but I made one back then and then I didn't do anything. And uh, so the sampling is, it's really pretty simple, but I know like yeah. FL studio, people look at that as like a lesser version of how to make beats. But to me, as a, I have a math degree, um, if yeah. people don't know out there and it's so math based. And so like, yeah. I just, I like it, right? It works for me. I'm like, ooh, you can do it by force or by thirds yeah. or by whatever. Well, sampling is like the the genesis. That's like where this shit comes from. That's the roots. Right. I recommend like hip-hop. Spin it back, rip it. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I always recommend Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. It has like five dude, or six one. episodes of like the origin from just different cities. And it's so good. And every time yeah. I watch it, it like, inspires me to make beats. So recommend that out there for sure. Um, good. All right, man. So I got to let people know before we get off here, because uh, yeah. uh, about to record episode 10, just to let everyone know the music spinoff. Um, 
I know I'm excited about it. We're gonna get so yeah, we have to get super more wasted because episode nine got kind of off the rails. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. Um, it got way I like try to solve racism or something with skinny and you know, whatever. No, <laughs> it got weird. Um, so the name of your project is Layoff, Layoff Season. season. Arawadi spell E R A W A D I. And yes, it's, let, me, let me throw Instagram. It's the real spelled how it sounds. E R A W A D I. So the real Arawadi for all the folks. All right, and then um, I guess I'll tell people mine's A to the Mo, um, A the a number to the two T H A M O. Um, if y'all want to add me on there and all that shit. Beautiful. All right. All right, brother. Thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. This means everything. How cool is it? First uh, EP drops, podcast interview. That's fucking legit. <laughs> right. See, and Super honestly, cool, dude. Super cool. it's why I do it. Like earlier you were mentioning like how cool it all is. It really is because I used to be on this internet radio show called SDB, Strictly Down to Business Radio. And I sucked mixing wise. I rapped on this shitty USB mic and it wasn't yeah. good. And this dude, there. Demonic, just he played me all the time and shouted me out. Like everyone realized I had funny punchlines even though my quality yeah. wasn't that good. And I had like a whole community back then. And so I really am trying to recreate that. So hopefully uh, people will tune in the music shit, you know, figure all that Bro, out. I'm going to push it. You push it. Let's see, dude. I think you could really make something happen. Like the moment I heard the premise of it, I knew this shit was going to be something. I believe that. So I think you should just fucking keep doing it. And hell yeah, if I can help in any way, I always will, bro. And you keep playing the songs. We'll do it together. All right. What okay. song should I play of yours to end this episode? Bro, which ones do you have? Did I send you the new one? You sent me the new one that we're going to play on episode 10. I could play that one. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. Play it off. All right. That's what we're going to do to play it off. Again, thanks for being on. Uh, You were the first artist on the podcast. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Peace. Later, brother. All right. So that's all I have. Um, Thanks for listening to the podcast. And why should a king do that? He needs money, Oliver. But to build another palace? No. To fight a war. Let me get the hat now. Let me get the crown. Put the jewels from the ground. They standing on the people's back now. No shoes on your feet. Cause the boots straight strapped down. Let me get the facts out. Let me tell you that it do what it do it is what it is. And the words that it gives you dream what you live. Cause the boots stay strapped down. You really had it in a past life. In the past life. Moving on the basis just to pass time. Now I see they've gone home, left us for dead Words that they thinking, but not often Stay strapped down Shoot for the king and you better not miss Hope for the show, be a bitch for the scent Go for the gold if the soul make it fit I'll die in your bucket with a mile on list I'm high in the list, I die like a prince Little bit I'm dealing with the dark side Eating your words, you dying on a fit Dealing with the demons in a dark mind Dark mind, let me get the hat now Let me get the hat Let me get the hat now Let me get the hat now I see they've gone and left us for dead Words that they thought but they aren't often said Hit with it, get it how you living, now I think I gotta go Hit with it, flowing through the system, now I feel it in your bones That's a calcium and low, got to let it go, got an ounce to blow out with it Hip giving, my hat fitted, the crown didn't Go for the throne, yeah, just for the moment, but you had to give it back Give it back, cause you focus where you at, now you only got it like you ain't even knowing that so it's no one's notice, so far focused Spaceship owning off in my own space Shine like another sun star in the worst case One of a million the space boots strapped down Let me get the hat now Let me get the crown, put the jewels from the ground They standing on the people's back now No shoes on your feet cause the boots straight strapped down Let me get the facts out 
Let me tell you that it do what it do It is what it is to the words that it gets They dream what you live cause the boots stay strapped down Boys they late stop Tryna pull my strings and that bitch get face fight Tryna make you wake up I'm on ready to see but asleep Now the weight's up, had to make it stay stop Elevate the makers, hit them with the shake up Make it paper quick cause then they try to take your soul And the world's a boot stay strapped down